You hear all the bull about diet and exercise. Carbs are evil. Do more cardio. Never eat bread or cookies again. Just do a juice cleanse. We get it. We fell for all of the BS too. It's time to go right to the source with the truth about how to live a healthy, sustainable lifestyle. I am Liz. And I'm Becca. We are your nutrition educators, and this is The Food Code. Welcome to another episode of The Food Code. We are here with Friday Fire. My favorite day of the week. I know. Me too. It's so... Oh. I get so excited for it. <laughs> it's like a justification for me with my tough love. Like, <laughs> it's a reason to share some of the hard truths. Totally. And I think, you know, a lot of our listeners that f- have followed us for a while, they appreciate it. They look forward mm-hmm. to it because, you know, we need to hear the tough love sometimes. And it's comes from a place of we want more for you. You know, like last week when we talked about like choosing your hard, Mm -hmm. like was talking on Instagram, it's not because we want to be assholes. It's literally just because we want more for our clients, for our friends, for our families, because we only get one life. Yes. Right. This is coming from a place of love guys. Always know that. And also this particular episode, because we do talk about 2020 and COVID and all of that. Like this is not, directed at people who are going through grief, who have any type of major crisis right now, who have mental health issues that are making you feel stuck. I just want to put that disclaimer out there because I get it. Like there are some serious things going on right now that people may be dealing with. This is not directed towards those people. With that being said, I think that everyone deals with grief and crisis differently. Mm -hmm. And sometimes there needs to be a place where you work your way out of it. Absolutely. It's like after my mom passed, probably three, four months went by and I woke up one day and I was like, I'm not being the person that I want to be. And I have to pull out of this place of wallowing in sadness and sorrow for myself Yeah, because that doesn't, you know, exemplify who I am as a person and Mm -hmm. it's not who I wanted to be. I wasn't, you know, choosing the foods that nourish my body. I was drinking way too much and we were ordering out all the time and it, just kept going in this cycle and so eventually I had to get to a place where I was like I'm done this my mom wouldn't be proud and I had to start to pull out of it so we do go through seasons and periods where we grieve and we mourn whether it's a loss of you know a loved one or you know another situation in our life maybe go through a hard time with you know unemployment or Mm -hmm. we got let go from our job or you know many of the other things that a lot of people are dealing with in 2020, right? Mm-hmm. We've gone through this crazy time of being stuck at home, quarantine. Now the kids aren't in school. Some of them are trying to do e-learning. Some of them are going part-time. It's like this whole new approach to life that we're adapting to. Yeah. But some people are staying stuck in the woe is me. I feel mm-hmm. so sorry for myself. Like, here's the thing. We have to make the choice for ourselves every day. Yes. How we're going to live out our day. Yep. And so that's what we wanted to create this podcast around is to help you, whether you've gone through a divorce or lost a job, you've lost a loved one. Like, how do we start to get ourselves out of these places, these low places? Yeah. And get unstuck, essentially. I mean, you guys, now more than ever, like, we are apt to blame external forces because there's a lot of them that we can blame. They're Mm -hmm. just standing out there. We can take one of many to blame. And so... We have to look at what we can be doing versus how hard it is to do something. And like it has never been more praised or sexy 
to do nothing right now. Mm-hmm. Like to just numb out and to not grow. I cannot count how many social media posts I saw that was like, it's okay to not do anything. It's okay to be upset. And I get it. Here's the thing. Again, not not directed towards people that are going through grief or crisis or anything like that, but it has never been more praised to not challenge yourself. Mm-hmm. You can go back a few months and look at all those posts that people were making that were hating on people that were like, this is still a time to grow. This could be the best time to grow yeah. because this is still our life. Everyone thinks that we're going to just wake up either after this election or after 2020 and things are just going to go back to normal. And that is not the case. So why not challenge ourselves more? Why not take back control and get unstuck? Yeah. And we've had other podcasts and especially the one that we did on the mom episode where we Mm -hmm. talked about like, we get it. This time is really hard. I cannot even fathom doing e-learning with people. What we have to adapt. We have to adjust. We can't stay in this place of woe is me. This is sucks. I'm just going to eat all the cupcakes and drink all the wine every day. That's of course what many people want to do. Mm -hmm. I've had many days where like, 3, 4 p.m., yes, I want to open that bottle of wine. Mm -hmm. Does that serve my goal? No. So what do I do instead? I go outside for a walk. Maybe we go to the park. We try to shift and do other things. Not saying that wine still doesn't show up sometimes, but we still have the opportunity to make that choice for ourselves. So again, it's, it's the message here is that 2020's been really hard. 2020 isn't going away. No. Right? Like the shit that we've gone through this year seems to be prevalent and sticking around for quite some time. And so it's how do we live with it? How do we live our best life with it? And how do we continue to grow and evolve as successful human beings and nourish our relationships? There's been so many good things that have come out of 2020. Mm -hmm. You and I have realized a ton with our business. Yeah. The vision for the business. Art and I have realized things. Like I loved having him home Mm -hmm. way more than him being at the gym every single morning at 5 a.m., coming home at 9 p.m. Like there's a lot of things that have come out of COVID and this whole like shutdown and situation. It's just that many people choose to only see the negative. Totally. And it's it's so hard because when we are constantly hit in the face with all the negative, it becomes all we see. Mm -hmm. Your brain is wired to fear danger. Obviously, your brain is wired for survival. And so it's going to focus on negative when you constantly see negative because it's trying to protect you. And that is a prehistoric thing. That's like old, you know, caveman days. The problem is now it's just flooding you with stress. It's flooding the body with stress. And then all you constantly think about are the bad things. We need to flip the script. We need to consciously take back control so that we can start moving forward. Because like Liz said, 2020 is not going anywhere. Unfortunately, you guys, all the choices you're making aren't just going to like disappear. If you've gained 15 pounds during COVID because you decided to just be that person that sat around, did nothing, woe is me, the 15 pounds is going to stay there until you do something about it. Like we need to start taking action. So what do we do? How do we move ourselves from the stuck place to a place of progress? Number one, change up your routine. And we're not saying this has to be an overhaul. We actually don't recommend overhauls. If you've listened to us, it's not something we we recommend to our clients. Start small. Like something that you're doing on a day-to-day basis. This can be drinking more water. This can be start going for a walk every morning. This can be doing a workout. And start with one day a week. If you're doing nothing right now, start with one day a week. But it's just this something that kind of shakes the dust off. Mm -hmm. 
and it can be a trickle effect. Yep. It's like one thing that kind of gives you new purpose again. And now you're, you notice you're, okay, I, I'm excited about this. I accomplished my water goal for all days this week, or I did it five days when I was doing it no days. Like mm-hmm. that's a win. Do not think that you need to be perfect with this either. That's our other caveat. Absolutely. And I think you can't compare to where you were a year ago in 2019, right? Changing up your routine, your routine might be something that you now have to create that is new. If your gym is still closed, you're not able to go to the gym. You get a pair of dumbbells and some resistance band on Amazon. You're doing the best that you can in the given situation at this time. So don't think that it has to be this all or nothing. It's got to be perfect. We have to create this new routine. Mm -hmm. But a lot of people that we've talked to, and we've talked a ton about this in the Fit Mom group. We've talked a ton about this on the podcast in previous days. We're reacting to the situation in a way that is unhealthy. We're relying on things that are not helping with the stress and we're coping with things that are not helping us get out of being unstuck. And so as Becca said, like pick one thing, start to do that. If it's one time this week, two times this week, whatever it is, track your progress with your consistency too. Like one of the things that I love is like getting out a calendar and on the days that I hit all my water, I put a green check mark. The days that I miss it, I put a red X and I want to just see, am I being consistent with this? When I've been consistent, now I can build on to the next yep. and I can add in maybe, you know, three days a week. I had a client ask me last week, you know, I just got this new bike and she's so excited to use it. How many days do you think I should go for? And I said, well, we're going from zero. Let's aim for one or two. And when we are consistent with that, then we can go to three, mm-hmm. then we can go to four, right? But setting out to flip the light switch that you're going to go from no days of exercise to six days of exercise, you're going to be sore as shit, first of all. (laughs) And it's going to last about a week. Right. Because you're going to burn out (laughs) real quick. And so building consistency in things allows you to build trust in yourself. And I think that is one thing that I really just want to hone in on here. As we change up our routines, we have to build trust and show ourselves that we can do these things. That builds confidence. Oh my gosh. This is so huge. This is one of the most underappreciated things of building a healthy lifestyle is not like restriction. I think a lot of people look at this as, oh, well, this is too much. Like why restrict my body to show yourself that you can like to show yourself that you're still a strong, empowered individual. I think there is so much value in that. And honestly, not enough of it in today's world. Mm -hmm. Like, I respect people that grew up playing sports because I feel like you have another edge. Like mm-hmm. being, this is something that I, as a parent, like I really want to let Carson do what he wants, but I so want him to be in organized sports because having that like push from a coach or having that like competitive drive, I think serves you so much later in life. And if you don't have that from sports earlier on in life, like find it from somewhere else, find it from a new workout routine, find it from something that like you have to challenge yourself and you have to get to a place of like, feeling uncomfortable and knowing you're going to get through it Mm -hmm. because those are the things that I think build this confidence and it can be done with these routines. Mm -hmm. Like I did something I didn't think I was going to be able to do. Yeah. And now I'm confident about it. And then we build on it and you build on it and it becomes this amazing things. But I think there's so much, you know, missed value in doing hard things. 100%. We have become a world of like instant gratification, instant gratification, (laughs) participation trophies, like every, I'm sorry, I'm getting really My husband, don't ever ask about participation trophies too. But like, God, just work for something. What happened to working for something Mm -hmm. versus just being given something? Yeah. Like I'm, okay. Anyways, another touchy subject that is going to keep you stuck Mm -hmm. are the people around you. 
Yes. Preach. When your support circle supports your comfort zone. Yep. And here's the thing. We've talked about this before. It's the crab in the bucket analogy. Yes. You start to change your life. You start to feel better. You're starting to, you know, reach some of your goals or making progress towards your goals. And other people in your environment feel bad that they're not challenging themselves. And they want to be negative Nancy or negative Nellie. And they want you to stay stuck. You think that they're your friends, but... True friends would actually be encouraging you and saying, hey, you know what? I know you're not drinking this week. Let's go for a cup of coffee or let's go for a walk instead of meeting up at the winery like we normally do on Thursday nights, Mm -hmm. right? Your circle supports your comfort zone primarily because they are stuck and they want you to stay stuck. They want to pull you back into the bucket with the rest of the crabs. And so what I want you to do today is do an evaluation of the five people that you surround yourself with. Mm -hmm. I'll tell you, I only have three people in my corner. I don't even have five. Why? Because the other ones aren't working towards greater things. Yeah. I mean, you guys, if you're surrounded by people that cling to what they know, that cling to their Friday night drinking, Saturday night drinking, Sunday night hangover food, that who aren't like evolving as humans and who aren't challenging themselves, why would you be any different? Like a lot of the times the people around us are keeping us stuck or encouraging us to stay stuck. And that is a hard thing to realize. And that is a hard thing to deal with. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing. We are not saying you have to go find a new group of friends. We are not saying you have to completely disconnect from these people. Maybe you do. Maybe if they are that toxic to you in your life and wanting to improve yourself, maybe you do need to completely disconnect. With that being said, you can join Facebook groups. We have the Fit Mom group mm-hmm. for a positive place for women. You can read books There are so many books out there, podcasts, like there are so many resources out there for you to find inspiration from to better yourself, but you still have to evaluate who's around you. Because if you are constantly being pressured to go out to drink or pressured to order the pizza or doing all these things that just isn't serving what you have for your goals for yourself, it's going to be hard to always say no. Mm-hmm. And eventually you're going to say yes. And then it's this sliding effect, which we'll talk about. But you have to realize some people aren't meant to be in your life. Yep. I have a lot of friends that I've lost along the way. And it's not that I don't like them as people or individuals no. or I don't like respect them and that they just live a different lifestyle and that's what they choose and it works for them. I think this definitely changes too when you become a parent, right? Yes. You really start to realize who's in your corner. Ugh. We're going to the pumpkin patch on the weekend. We don't have time to be hungover because that is the worst thing in the entire never, world. Ever, ever. <laughs> ever. There, is, there is no amount of fun from drinking that is worth hangover parenting. Like I, this happened the other weekend. Thank God for Nick. When we had, I I drank way too much wine after we lost the baby. There was a night I just, I let it all go and I drank way too much. And the next morning I was laying on the couch after I had thrown up and Carson was like, mama stand, mama sit. I'm like, mama is not doing anything right now because my head is spinning. (laughs) Mama is horizontal for the rest of the day. I'm going to need you to go, go outside. But if I was the only parent or if like Nick didn't, Nick was golfing or something, I don't know what I would have done. I would have handed him the tablet and hoped for the best. Like yeah. I was non-functional. And so, yes, I cannot have that in my life. And my life as a parent has extremely changed. Yes. So if you want to sober up, have a child. There you go. <laughs> yes. I think your, your, your drinking days come look totally different. Right. Uh-huh. Um, but I think, you know, 
doing an uh, evaluation of your environment, of your circle that, you know, you surround yourself with the majority of the time is really important. But tying back to number one, changing up your routine, mm-hmm. identify some of these times that are triggers for you. Yeah. This is something that I had to do for quite a while. Um, it's something that I've had some of my clients do as well. If you have that witching hour temptation, hello, I do. Yep, me too. Wine o'clock or witching hour, whatever you want to call it, plan something in that time. Go run an errand, schedule swimming lessons for your kids, maybe meet up with a girlfriend to go for a walk or go to, you know, to the mall and walk around, do something, change your workout time and go to the gym in the afternoon or after work, whatever that looks like for you. This could be the same thing on the weekend, right? If Friday night typically is the night that you come home and you feel like you let loose, maybe you stop at the grocery store and you get your groceries and you go home and you kind of start to, mm-hmm. you know, meal prep or meal you make prep. a nice dinner Friday night with your spouse or your family. Yeah. Like I spend a lot of time outside in the evenings before dinner time because I know that's my snack time. Like I will graze, I will eat hundreds of calories in that one to two hour span before dinner because I'm just in the kitchen around. So I take Carson outside. I take him in the basement. Like I get out of the kitchen because I know that is a trigger for me. Absolutely. So I want to just call this out. Like we're your nutrition educators. We are very, very aware of our triggers. We are not perfect. We are not uh, immune to these temptations or to wanting to stress eat or emotionally eat. Right. We just have to we've just gotten hyper aware and we have Mm -hmm. to be accountable. We have coaches in our corner that we're accountable to. And so that's a huge thing. You know, if you are struggling on your journey and you need somebody to support you and keep you accountable, consider hiring a coach. Okay. The third thing here is we've stay stuck because we've let one setback become a stopping point, Mm -hmm. right? We focus so much on external things like we talked about and blaming other people and finding the negative versus reframing our thoughts starting to take control and pivot. This yep. is not easy. No. By any not. means. This is not this is something that I think a coach is very helpful with. Mm-hmm. When something isn't working and you get frustrated and give up. Versus having someone to talk you off the ledge, to explain, to brainstorm. Like we get very emotional with our own selves. And it is very easy to make rash emotional decisions in times when we are frustrated. The scale doesn't read what we think it should read. We feel bloated. We are working really hard or we feel like we are and things aren't working as we think they should. Like injuries happen. COVID happens. Like these are all things that can get in our way, but they should not be walls that stop us. They are walls we find a door to or we figure out how to go around. Like maybe it's not the perfect situation. Maybe with COVID or with, you know, quarantine and having to be home with your kids and like a prisoner, you can't go to the gym anymore. Okay. That doesn't mean you stop working out. You pivot and you figure out what is the best case scenario I can do with my workouts now that I'm at home. Maybe I take up running. Maybe I get a small pair of dumbbells and I'm finding, you know, a dumbbell progressive workout routine. Like there are ways to get around this. I had to go out to eat when I didn't expect to go out to eat. So I'm just going to order the worst thing on the menu. Oh, that's such a good one. Oh, God. Such a good one. I didn't think I was going to go out to eat. So we ended up at Culver's. Yeah. Oh, the butter burger? That sounds like a great option. Like, (laughs) come on, guys. There are better options. You know, given your circumstances, this is something I always ask my my clients. Given your circumstances, did you make the best decision possible for you? Mm -hmm. Given your circumstances. I'm not saying, was it ideal? I'm not saying, was it perfect? I said, given your circumstances, was it the best decision possible? You know, and it's like, when we look at going out to eat, 
there are ways that we plan ahead for it. There's ways mm-hmm. that we have these deviations, right? Where we can go and we can enjoy. We always work with our clients too on not being like anxious or nervous yes. or having this anxiety or paralyzation of food because you can go out to eat totally. and you can still make progress towards your goals. You just need to make the best decision given the scenario that you're in. Just like Becca said, I think this is a great time to bring up CrossFit. Yes. Look at the CrossFit games. Has anybody been watching Matt Frazier? He's crushing these people. Every that year. guy didn't care if he didn't have a crowd. That guy put his head down. He worked his ass off. Same thing with Tia Claire Toomey, right? Mm-hmm. For those of you who don't know, CrossFit games is a big uh, athletic competition. Becca used to compete um, for CrossFit. And typically... These people are freaks. They are freaks. <laughs> they are freaks. Um, but typically they're an arena and they're you know, surrounded yes. with thousands of fans cheering them on. And that's a huge push and a motivator for any mm-hmm. person that's performing, whether it's dance or, you know, athletics, whatever. But now they are in their own gym with a video camera and a judge, and they're just having to crush these workouts without having all of the totally. raving fans. Totally. That's got to suck, by the way. Yeah. Yes and no, because you're in your comfort zone. Like you're in your own gym. True. Everyone has their pull-up bar they like and their barbell they like. There's there's pros and cons for sure. True. True. But yes, yeah, some people get driven by the fans, by the co- competition. Like that pushes them to be next to someone. Can you internally push yourself? That is where it, like, I think true winning and true success comes from is can you dig deep? Mm-hmm. Like, can you dig deep into your gut and find what's driving you? Or is it simply the daily motivation that ebbs and flows? Is it simply, I don't feel happy today. I don't feel good today. So I'm going to try and starve my body and eat healthier just because I don't like how I feel today. Like, what is truly driving you day in and day out? Is it to better yourself? to feel better, to be happier, not because you hate your body, not because you hate what's going on. Like you have to have some internal drive that's going to keep you going when things are not going your way. Mm -hmm. Or they're not ideal. Exactly. Because I think anytime that we have a setback, we have two options. Number one is that we self-sabotage and we completely derail the train and we backslide all of our progress. Number two is that we put our head down and we say, you know what? I know without a shadow of a doubt that what I'm doing every single day, how I'm showing up for myself, the choices that I'm making, my daily habits and routines are the thing that is going to drive me forward. I'm just kind of in this lull phase at the moment. I'm going to get really dialed in and keep focusing on being consistent. That's how you win. That's how you win in the weight loss and fat loss category. It's how you win if you're competing in the CrossFit games. It's how you win in life. Like the last thing here too is we find ourselves sometimes leading with fear versus creativity. Like if you are staying focused on the negative versus creating the positive because sometimes it's not in front of you guys. Like sometimes the positive isn't just going to be sitting on a silver platter in front of you. Sometimes you're going to be surrounded by negative and you have to find or you have to make the positive. Like I had a very hard conversation a few years ago with my boss at the time, Angelo Cisco, who I love dearly. He's a very good friend. And at the time, he wasn't always the best at communicating. Sometimes he, he got a little heated in the moment, but he became very frustrated because I had a very negative outlook on my life in general at the time. I I was competing at the time. I was always very down on myself. I always, you know, a bad workout would ruin my day. It would ruin my relationships with people around me for the day. And so he brought to my attention how I was being and how he saw me acting. And although it hurt in the moment, 
it was a big crying festival on my part. Like he was, you know, laying into me. He was like, you have so much good in your life that you fail to see because you are constantly focused on the negative. You have a beautiful family. You have a house over your, like you have a roof over your head. You have all of these amazing people that are supporting you in this journey of competition and in life. And you just focus on the bad. And it was a really hard conversation. And at this, I still get chills thinking about it because I was like, oh my gosh. Like, but it was my aha moment. It was what's, and do I have still have bad days? Of course I have bad days. But like, it snapped me out of this negative mindset because mm-hmm. it made me more aware. And that's an example of how a coach can help you like pull out of these places that you get yourself in. You likely didn't realize that you were being negative Nancy, Mm -hmm. right? You likely didn't realize that you actually were progressing in your workouts because you missed it by two seconds or whatever. Right. And so I think that's where having a coach and somebody that is, you know, the third party outside looking in that can say, Hey, here's kind of the reality of the situation. Mm -hmm. Let me help you change this because five years from now, you don't want to be stuck in the same place. Exactly. Right. And I think another thing that you can kind of incorporate here is taking the time for gratitude. Okay. I will be very transparent. I don't have the best gratitude practice. Try to do it a few times a week. At least I should be doing it every single day. But when I get into these places of where like I want to quit, I'm angry at the world. Everything sucks. You know, all of us have those days, women, especially if you're PMSing because your hormones just get the best of you. Sometimes I snap myself out of it and I'm like, Liz, get your shit together. This isn't the time for you to be, you know, and I had to apologize to Becca and my husband last week because we were working on something. I was really frustrated. I was hangry and my blood sugar was dropping and I was like, not the nicest version of Liz. And so later that day I was like, okay, I had to do the same exact thing that kind of Angelo did with Becca. And I was like, let me just journal a few things that help me with gratitude because mm-hmm. although things don't go perfect all the time or the way that you think they will, because that's nothing in life does. I don't know why we expect it to. Um, we still have so much good going, right? And so I think that we want to just kind of round this out to remind you that in these times and in this challenging year of 2020, e-learning, being stuck at home, layoffs, losing thousands of dollars of revenue if you own a brick and mortar business or if your business was broken into. I mean, this shit is crazy that we've gone through. That's all all I can continue to think about. But there is incredible power in challenging yourself versus reacting to the challenge that the world directs. It's you guys, this is amazing. Not only in this time of life, but in any time of life, like it is about control. It is about, are you in control of your life or are you simply reacting to life? And they're like Liz said, it's an amazing thing to decide your challenges. Like, you know what? I don't need the extreme shit that's going on around me. I'm not going to let that challenge me right now. I choose my challenges. Mm -hmm. Like I choose to challenge myself with my workouts. I choose to challenge myself to create better habits, to be a happier person. Like those are the challenges I choose for myself. Are there challenges I have to face? Of course there are challenges I have to face. Like dealing with business issues or all those things. Like it's not like I'm ignoring the challenges that life throws at us, but I don't let those derail the challenges that I provide for myself. So I don't know if anyone has seen The Social Dilemma. I'm not sure if you've watched it yet. I need to. I'm kind of avoiding it. (laughs) It is. It's very eye-opening. And for me, I don't read the news. 
I don't either. follow any of the crazy news channels and the media because, quite frankly, I've lost trust in every single one of them. And to some people, that might sound like you're stupid. You know, I keep up with the COVID numbers and stuff like that. Yep. My husband makes me aware of things sometimes. You know, yeah, it's nice. Same, same. But the way that I say this to my clients is I have to protect my space. I only totally. have so much mental space. Totally. And if I stress myself out about things that are out of my control, which is basically everything that's happening in the world. Because here's the thing. Liz Roman doesn't have that much pull in the world. In case you guys, nobody knows. Oh my gosh. So true. Andy Fristella said that on his podcast yes. this morning. He was like, individually, you are not going to do anything. Together, we can do something. But guess what's going on in the world? We are the least together we've ever been. Mm-hmm. And so until we get on the same page with each other, you are not going to make a big difference. But so many people are stressing themselves out. Yes. Like, now I've never seen it before. Oh my gosh. Okay. My husband being one of them. I have to talk to <laughs> him. Every night I have to talk to him. Every night. I said, I'm not arguing with you. You seem to be arguing with someone right now, but it's, I'm not arguing back. So I don't know. <laughs> that is fantastic. That's definitely my my dad. He calls me. He's 83. He's lived through all these crazy times. He calls me and says some of the wackiest shit. And I'm like, Dad, I love you. I just want you to know that I love you. But also, I this is all out of my control. And I can't give my energy to it. Because when you give your energy to things that are out of your control, you're removing that energy from other areas that are in your control. So true. Such as showing up for yourself by prioritizing yourself and taking control of your schedule Mm -hmm. by playing with your kids or being present for date night with your spouse, conversing and being with your friends. Like Do the things in your life that make you happy and make you fulfilled. And I would say the rest of this year, if you are somebody who finds yourself super anxious all the time, you might need to maybe delete some of the media apps or some of the social media apps because people are going crazy on these comments on Facebook. I literally like post and I guess it's called post and ghost. I don't know. I see comments and I reply back sometimes, but I'm in our fit mom group. Mm-hmm. I'm on Instagram. I like to share some things on my stories outside of that. I stopped my scroll. I don't have time no. to scroll because I'm reading so much and it's just negative energy that I just don't have. So I don't know why we got on that. Tangent. Bottom line. Bottom line is if you're feeling stuck, you just have to remember that it's up to you to start to reframe and change how you continue to move forward. It's not going to happen overnight. It's not going to be easy. It's going to be one foot in front of the other, and it's going to be head down, just trying to you know maintain control and maintain your space and your sanity until you kind of get out of this place of stuck. Get unstuck, guys. Thank you for spending your time with us. We are honored to be able to help educate you and improve your life. If you've enjoyed this, please take a screenshot share it on Instagram and tag us at lsn.coach and leave us a five-star reading and review on iTunes as this helps us grow and reach others. So if you have any questions, feel free to shoot us a DM or an email and we will talk to you soon. Have a great day.